Researching Abroad, Exploring the World Through the Eyes of a Researcher. I'm your host, Jacqueline Grommel. Today's guest is Dr. Nathan Lyons, an Associate Geology Professor at Tulane University in New Orleans. Dr. Lyons is here to talk about his travels and research in Mongolia and in the Amazon rainforest. Hi, Dr. Lyons. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Can you tell me how you became interested in pursuing a career in geology? Sure. So I grew up in South Florida. I grew up with five siblings older than myself. And so you might imagine that we didn't do very much traveling. My parents couldn't afford much traveling. Our, our big yearly trip was to the west side of Florida. We grew up on the east side. So it wasn't until my teens, I would say, until I saw mountains. And upon seeing them, I thought, Jesus, these are really neat. And so I sat on that for a while. And just over time, I became more and more fascinated with how topography and specifically topographic relief, the range and elevation in the area, how that comes to be. And that's what led me down the path to pursue a career in geology. Can you talk about the time you spent in Mongolia? Uh, this was a, a research project, and it was funded by the National Science Foundation. And so it was a uh, several-year um, research project involving multiple different universities. And we had a series of questions about the geology here. What's the geology like in Mongolia? So if you go in many regions throughout the world, mountains are found near plate tectonic boundaries. So plate tectonics is the phenomenon of the Earth and some other planets where the oceans and continents are underlain by these rigid plates that move over time. And uh, most often mountains are found near plate boundaries where there's two plates that are next to each other. Uh, mountains are less often found in the center of plate boundaries. And so in the center of Mongolia, there's an instance of this. In the center of Mongolia is the Hungai Mountains, and there's no plate boundaries in the center of Mongolia. So our goal of this project was to understand how mountains come to be where there are not, where plate boundaries do not exist. Can you describe what the hardest part of being in Mongolia was and also something you liked the best about Mongolia? For us, it was the typical things about traveling in an area that's quite different to your experiences. We didn't experience those because we were well outfitted. We had three Mongolians with us the entire time, a translator, a cook, and a driver, and they were all fantastic and made our day-to-day our -day much easier so we could focus on our work. And so the typical things that are hard just were, were actually, you know, found my day-to-day -day life a little bit easier in some sense because they were so much help. And so what did I like best about uh, Mongolia? I, I would say it's just the, the sum total of just how different it was outside of my experience in life up to that Point. Everything was just so different. I've done a good amount of traveling before Mongolia. Many things were just so unfamiliar. The landscape was completely different from my experience. The language, the food, the culture. It was just nonstop novelty that unless you're a kid, you kind of lose having that on a 
day-to-day -day basis, but in a, an exotic place like Mongolia, you, you kind of get to feel like a kid again because everything is so novel. So would you recommend Mongolia to an average traveler who wouldn't have, say, the cook, the Mongolians with them, the translator? Uh, so it all depends on, you know, what the interest of a person, the level of, you know, adventure the person may have. And so the we, we came across few um, other travelers. And so again, we we're very far in this huge, sparsely populated country. I think Mongolia is the least densely populated country in the world. And so we, we did come across, um, I think only one other group, if my memory serves, it was two people from Australia that were backpacking across the country. And so they seemed to be having a great time. They were very experienced travelers. But I mean, in general, you know, if somebody's really up for an exotic, interesting, you know, really novel place to go, um, I think, you know, Mongolia is, is definitely a possibility. Let's move on to one of your other amazing experiences that you've had. Can you describe what it was like working in the Amazon rainforest, what, what you were there for and what your research consisted of? Sure. And so first to contrast it a little bit with the trip from Mongolia, obviously the landscape is, so I'm a geomorphologist, so I mostly think about the landscape. Uh, the, the landscape's very differently, obviously, you know, much wetter where we're in Mongolia was relatively dry. It wasn't a desert, but it was you know, relatively dry. I could speak a little bit of Portuguese where I could not speak any Mongolian. Can you describe a challenge that you had working in the Amazon? Yeah, just getting around was super, it was challenging getting around in Mongolia because the roads are rough and it took a long time. And the Amazon, it's a whole other beast because the vegetation is so thick. There's so many types of animals one doesn't want to bump into. So how we manage that is we would go, we would raft down the river. We had one guide with us. You have to have a local guide. We, we had, our main guide knew that the river, the main rivers, but if we want to go deep into the forest, we need to get a local guide. Otherwise you can get, you know, really lost and in trouble. And we had to figure this on the fly. It's not like you can call these people up and arrange the local guide. So we would just raft on the river, look for, you know, a small settlement on the side of the river, negotiate the local guide, eventually come to an agreement. And then a day or two later, we would be able, they would, the local guide would take us um, close to, you know, where we needed to get the, the soil or the rock sample from. And so really maybe the challenge was patience, just, you know, you, we had to really just be patient and working at at a pace to, to you know be dignitary and to to understand that you know there's a different a different rhythm to getting from point a to point b where would you like to travel to next so a lot of my research and a lot of my travels in the past have been to areas where mountains are being built or where they've existed in the past and so i'm interested in going to rift areas and those those are areas where new land is being created so usually rift areas it's related to plate tectonics so if you can imagine two plates moving away from each other this commonly more often happens the, the 
there's more length of this happening in the center of ocean. So in the center of the Atlantic and the center of the Pacific, there's two plates that are moving away from each other and that's creating new crust as they're moving away from each other by underwater volcanic activity. There's a few places on earth where that's happening above water, above sea level. And so that it's happening, you know, very slowly. You can't observe, you know, new crust happen over time unless I can, well, I guess you can in terms of volcanic activity. But one example would be the East Africa Rift uh, Valley. That's maybe the most famous one where two, the Horn of Africa is essentially moving to the Northeast and to the Southwest of that is new, new crust is being created. Other examples are in Iceland and Baikal rift in eastern Russia. So those three would be, from a geomorphologist's perspective, three areas where I would like to travel to next. Well, thank you so much again for joining us. Thank you for listening to Researching Abroad, Exploring the World Through the Eyes of a Researcher. I hope you enjoyed our dive into researching and traveling to Mongolia and the Amazon this week with Dr. Nathan Lyons. Tune in next week as we speak with Sandra Adugampi, a professor of psychology at the University of California, Berkeley, as she discusses her research and travel in Ghana and the Ivory Coast of Africa. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating or a review. That's all for this week. See you next week.